You're listening to Confidently She, a lifestyle and mindset podcast for women of faith, hosted by copywriter and body confidence coach, Rebecca Biggie. Get ready to question the beliefs that are making you question your self-worth and become Confidently She. I think we get loving our bodies confused with making our bodies an idol and being obsessed with our bodies. And it's this fine line, right? Okay, everything I talk about (laughs) seems to be this fine line between finding the balance between just totally giving up on on your body and your health and and being like using self-love and loving your body as this mask for just like doing whatever you want and kind of like being lazy and whatever. Like that's kind of, I don't know, what some people fear when they're like, well, I, I, I've literally had people, women tell me, well, I don't want to love myself too much because otherwise, you know, I, I don't even know what would happen, which just breaks my heart when I hear women say that because it's like, dude, you are believing, you are so, so strongly believing this lie that liking yourself is a problem, that that loving yourself leads to not taking care of yourself, that the only way to stay, quote, healthy and thin and beautiful is with a little bit of self-loathing and a little bit of shame to like whip you back into shape. Like that's just, it's, it's, ah, it's not true. Like, and, and this is what, this is just what we've been told by our culture in so many different ways. It's that being good is eating vegetables and being bad is eating chocolate and any type of dessert. Like that's just, uh, it's just not like becoming obsessed with health is just as unhealthy as like not giving your body the proper nutrients that it needs. Like if you, if you are only eating like certain types of foods and really restricting your diet and making your whole life about being physically healthy, you are going to be sacrificing other types of health in your life, like mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, relational health. Like there are so many different nuances to health. And if you make physical health an idol, the other parts of your life are going to suffer. Ask anyone who has been obsessed with fitness. Like I have yet to meet someone who has focused that much on their physical health for an extended sustainable period of time. Haven't met them yet. If you know them, introduce me to them. If you are that person, let's chat because I'm really curious, honestly curious to see like what the story is behind that. Because anyone that I've talked to has been like, yeah, I lived that way for a few years and it was the worst. And I was depressed and I looked, you know, great, but it was not sustainable. And the rest of my life took a back seat because of it. So what I want to share and talk about on this episode is, all right, so how do you actually love your body? 
and not loving your body from a place of complacency and from a place of not having any discipline around your body. Because because if you look to the Bible for the way God loves us and the way God said, defines love, the Bible says God disciplines those he loves. And so we need to have some sort of discipline with our bodies. That's just, that's true. And when you're talking about what is love, okay, <laughs> this is going to be very funny. Okay, love is patient. That's the first thing that love is in the Bible. And how many of us can relate to being impatient with our bodies? Are you patient towards your body? Loving your body is not, is not working towards your body looking a certain way and then you earn being able to love yourself. It's like, no, 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 no. Look at the definition of love from the Bible and apply it to your physical body. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not self-seeking. Love keeps no record of wrongs. I should probably look at the real verse because I'm trying, starting to forget what the rest of it is. Um, I was just going from memory there. But the verse I want to call out first before I get over there is in Ephesians. I feel like I live in Ephesians right now when it comes to things we believe about our, our body and our confidence and all of that. So Ephesians 5.29. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. For we are members of of his body. Guys, uh, when I read this, I started laughing. I was like, uh, clearly this book was written by a man. <laughs> like, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, after all, no one ever hated his own body. Like, lots of women hate their own body. But we're not designed to. And yeah, maybe thousands of years ago when the Bible was written, body shame. No, it probably was still a thing, but you know, whatever, this guy writing it, Paul, um, yes, Paul, probably didn't, you know, struggle with body image issues and stuff. So he was just writing from his personal perspective. Um, but, but this just shows, again, the design God has for us and our bodies. God does not design us to hate our bodies. Why would he do that? That doesn't make any sense. Like, like in the Bible, it is a given that no man would hate his own body. He feeds and cares for it. That's what we are called to do. The Bible tells you to feed yourself. Girl, you need to eat. Like, it is okay to eat. Like, it's literally in the Bible. Actually, several times they talk about, there's a few times where date, the story of David, that he was like super cranky or whatever, and then he ate and he felt better and he could make like a better decision. I, I swear that's like happened a few times in the story of David. And I'm like, why do they keep putting this in here? Like, that's so weird that they're like calling out specifically that he got hangry and, and they were like, you know, you should really eat something. And then he did. And then he felt better later. Like some parts of me wonder if God like put 
had that included in the Bible because he was like, yeah, people are going to get weird about their food uh, down the road and I'm going to give them a little bit of a little bit of truth around that. Anyway, so no man ever hated his own body. Like we have to think about what that means for us, right? As people who have, I mean, I've, I have hated my body. All right. I have. I have for sure been like, I wish I could just like be out of this body and put into someone else's body and then I would be a happier person. I have thought that before. I have, I have felt that before. I think I've even prayed that before. If I'm being completely honest, I am pretty sure I have prayed about just like the fact that I didn't want to be in this body. But this is part of God's purpose. He put you in your body for a reason and it's up to you to find what that reason is. And so how do you love your body? And and instead of looking at it as like body love, because I think that our world and our culture has distorted what love is so much that I want to change this term to body appreciation because that's what it really is. It's body appreciation. You can practice appreciating your body. What, and then the thing you start with, the question you start with is, what do you need from your body in a given day or week? Like, what is the task your body needs to perform in order for you to do do your job, pay your bills, be a human? Like, what does it need to do for you? from a physical stance. So for me, I wrote down, I need to be mobile. I need to be able to walk and like get to work. And and I need to be able to see and I need to be able to hear and I need to be able to think. And I need to be able to like move my fingers to type on the keyboard and, and you know, I need to speak. I need to be able to speak. Um, And then I need to have some sort of strength and flexibility because I like to go rock climbing and it's the summer now, so I like to play sand volleyball. And so I need some level of strength and um, stamina to be able to enjoy that part of my week. So those are, those are kind of the things. And, And if you have a normal life, like I have a pretty standard life, like my body does not need... I do not need six-pack abs in order to appreciate my body, in order for my body to perform its daily, weekly tasks. Having six-pack abs does is not like a must-have, right? Like it's, it's just not. Being a size four is not a must-have. Now, let's, let's put that aside for a second, the whole like sizes and, and weight and whatever. Now ask yourself, once you once you realize that like the expectations and what you really need your body to do performance-wise on a weekly and daily basis is pretty minimal. It's it's pretty manageable. You are not in the Marines. I mean, you know, some people are, okay, but like most people don't need to be able to like at any given moment run five miles, at any given moment. Um, do 50 push-ups or, or whatever, okay? Probably don't need to do that. 
So then the next question is how in when it comes to learning how to appreciate your body, what parts of your body are physically weak? Like, just be honest with yourself. What parts of your body are not strong? So I, I filled this out because I th- I'm a big believer in, like, doing what I'm teaching. So for me, the parts of my body that are weak are my arms. I'm not, like, a super jacked woman. Um, my arms are weak. My back is pretty weak. Like, my my shoulders um And I think I have pretty strong legs. Um, But yeah, as far as like places I need to be stronger or it would be nice to be stronger is like in my arms and my back, probably my core just to have more like stability and whatever. Then the next question is, where are you, where are you tight or stiff? Like we're walking through different questions to ask yourself to really figure out what your body physically needs from you as far as health, because it, you might be in a place where you just need to like maintain your health and your body. And like, you don't need to have this crazy, insane exercise routine in order to control your, the the way that you look. Like, it might be the case for some of you that it would actually be healthier to not go to the gym every single day and instead replace some of that gym time with some spiritual time or with some relational time or with some nothing time. Being busy all the time will make you miserable. Even God had to rest on the seventh day. If you think you're better than God, if you think you don't need rest... He will show you that you do in the form of like total burnout. And so you don't want to get there. So, so it, the healthiest thing for you to do for your physical health might be to exercise less. I know that is crazy to hear, but I know some of you listening you are making your body an idol and and you're afraid that if you change the way you look at all, if you get, quote, uglier, if you get, quote, unhealthy in any way, you'll lose your value and your worth. And that is a lie. It's not true. So this is how you go through the checklist of what your body actually needs. And then you can care for your body, like it says in Ephesians, he feeds and cares for it. So really tuning into what your body is telling you it needs. So this next question is, where are you tight or stiff? So when I had my corporate job before, I developed this really, really bad, like lower back stiffness from sitting down all day. I sat down all day. I worked so much. I was sitting down all the time. And, and I went and got like regular back massages to try to loosen that up. I started doing stretches to, to release some of that tension in my back. Then my shoulders were really tight. So what I found out was that I actually had to stretch my pecs to, because my pecs were tight and they were like pulling my shoulders forward and making me like slouch over. So if I loosened my pecs, and stretched out my pecs, then I would like even it out. So so just ask yourself, okay, where am I stiff? 
Where do I feel tight? Where do I have knots in my back? You know, what what is it that hurts? Maybe you have joint pain. Like, like what is going on with your body? How can you care for it? Stop treating your body like a sports car that needs to be like buffed and primed and and pretty on the outside. You are an instrument of the Lord, okay? Like, it does not matter if you, like, you need to be running at optimum efficiency. And I'm not saying productivity. I'm saying your body needs to be in good shape. Like, like the way it feels, not the way it looks. That's how you actually appreciate and invest in your body. And, and some of you, if you're like me, what I had to do was I had to start exercising because I was unhealthy. I was thin. I looked good, but I was unhealthy. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. If this is speaking to you, I am going to call you out on this right now. You don't get to skate by on the fact that you're a size two and you weigh 120 pounds and people say you're pretty. You still need to take care of your body. You still need to get strong in some areas. You still need to care for your body. You need to have some discipline around your physical health. You can't eat garbage all day just because it doesn't go to your thighs. Like, like, no, that's not being a good steward of your body. Okay. So there are, there, I, I know there are Lots of people who listen to this podcast, so I'm trying to speak to every kind of situation where if you feel like, oh, I'm so bad because I'm not losing weight or I'm blah, 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 but I'm exercising, whatever. It's like, okay, patience, kindness, and also get over the fact that that you have to look a certain way in order to be healthy. I don't believe that. You know, there are people who are healthier than me that look very different than me. They probably have more weight on them than I do, but they're probably healthier than me. They probably eat better than me. They probably exercise more than me. So I really want you to stop thinking about the way your body looks in regards to your physical health. Please just stop. Focus on what your body needs and your body will take care of the rest. Some things about the way your body carries weight cannot be changed other than through like serious surgeries. My legs carry the majority of my weight in my body. If I wanted to have thinner legs, I would need to do very unhealthy things in order for my body to like lose significant weight in my legs. I don't want to be unhealthy. I don't want to starve myself and 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 get super, super skinny so that I have the legs that I think I should have. Like that's, no. You want to appreciate and invest in your physical health and loving your body really starts with appreciating it because if you read the definition of love that we are given by our creator... He's the one who gets to decide what things mean. He's the one who created things. He's the one who created love. He gets to define it, okay? He also created you, so he gets to define you. I'm going to get through my list first, and then I'm going to read the definition of love from the Bible. But you remember what it is. Like, right, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Right? Okay. 
Where does your body physically hurt? Where is it tight and stiff? Like, like do an, a body audit of what needs to change so that you aren't in pain, so that you can perform those tasks. Maybe you do need to eat more of certain foods because it will help you with your eyesight. It will help you with your hearing or maybe it will help you sleep better and you need to be able to think and you use your brain a lot at your job. So you need to to do certain physical things in order for you to be at your optimum like performance like brain activity. I don't know, guys. I don't know your life. Okay. You figure that out. I'm giving you the steps. You fill in the blanks. And then I want you to think about your physical health in terms of three different categories, strength, endurance, and flexibility. Strength, endurance, and flexibility. Where can you focus first? What's going to give you the most benefit first based on what your body needs to do throughout the day and week? So when I need to focus on strength, I enjoy lifting weights. Now, I don't lift very heavy weights, but I like lifting weights. So I will do squats. I will do like arm stuff and whatever, like you can figure out your own routines. Like guys, like you know how to exercise, right? Like nobody needs to tell you how to lift heavy stuff. You know how, okay? Your body is designed to lift heavy stuff. You just need to figure out a different perspective on doing it. And and once you remove the vanity metrics from the equation, you start caring more because you see the purpose behind it. The purpose behind having a healthy physical body is so that you don't have to be burdened in the future by disease and and, and by discomfort or even in the present. And when I used to work in, in corporate, like the first time, I was uncomfortable. My back was hurting a lot. My shoulders were hurting a lot. I needed to take better care of my body. I was not exercising at all. Okay. I looked great. I looked, I looked just fine, but I was not healthy. Okay. So I needed to work on that. I needed to care for my body, appreciate my body and love my body. Love requires discipline. If you love your kids, you don't just let them do whatever they want because that's not what's good for them. Right? You know what's good for them and you have certain boundaries and, and, and limitations on what they can do because you know if they run out into the street, they could get hit by a car. So you, just, so you say, don't run out into the street. Like you need to dis- have discipline with your kids so that they listen to you so that they are not like put in harm's way. Same with your body. Because remember, you are not your body. You are, are your being, your spirit, your soul. That's you. Your body is the vehicle that you've been given to get through life. And you got to take care of it, okay? So think of things in terms of strength, endurance, and flexibility. So, whoa, my book almost fell. Um, I wor- I'm working on my strength right now. And when I run, I'm running for endurance. And then flexibility is really like, I could probably do more of that, actually. But uh, when I climb, 
I do feel flexible there. And I guess balance and flexibility could go hand in hand, but it, it's really, if you're feeling stiff and tight in places, then you probably want to focus on flexibility. If you, if you're feeling tired and like worn down all the time, you probably want to focus on endurance. If you can't like lift stuff and, and you're always like in a bind because you can't, I don't know, whatever, maybe focus on your strength. Like if you can't open jars by yourself, I don't know. I struggle with that. My hands are really weak. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Just the main part about learning to appreciate your body is figuring out what it needs and then giving it that. And then as your body gets healthier, you will start appreciating it for what it does for you. Think of different sports that you can play that will increase your strength, endurance, or flexibility. Think of different games. Think of different challenges. If you're someone like me who needs a goal in order to stick to something, sign up for a marathon. Sign up for a half marathon. Sign up for a 10K. Like, not to lose weight. Stop thinking about exercise in terms of weight loss, and you will have much more, like, consistency and success because you'll actually be patient with your body and you'll realize you're just trying to like let your body learn a new thing rather than expect these immediate results like weight loss is just dumb so health is what matters not you know and, and if the weight loss happens fine like I would always tell myself when I was training for my marathon I said I lose weight because I run I don't run because I lose weight. And the funny thing is, I actually did not lose any weight when I <laughs> trained and ran my, trained for and ran my marathon. I didn't end up losing a single pound, but my body's just like makeup looked a little bit different. Like my legs were more toned. They probably had more muscle mass and less fat, but it was just like hilarious because I was like, I... I went from no, no exercise, no physical activity. Guys, and I'm serious, I mean none. I was I was a college student living at home. I did not exercise. I was so busy. I went from no exercise to running three to four times a week up to 12 miles sometimes, ran 26.2 miles, and I still didn't lose any weight. So it's like if you are going to tell me that you're frustrated with your body because you've been exercising and doing whatever and blah, 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 and you're like, you haven't lost any weight, guess what? I ran a freaking marathon and didn't lose any weight. So like it's not always the case that you are meant to lose weight if you like exercise and, and eat differently. Like your body is going to weigh what it's going to weigh. And I, I believe in what's called, well, I call it a body weight equilibrium, where it's like, this is the within five pounds either way of what your body can effortlessly maintain when you are legit being healthy and taking care of yourself. And I think that is everyone's ideal weight because it's like you should not have to stress out about what you're eating in order to like be the weight you are. You are not designed to monitor your food intake and to monitor your physical activity and to monitor all of that stuff so that you stay within some arbitrary number that means health and attractiveness. Like, it's not what you were made to do. So 
you should be able to effortlessly maintain your weight when you're being an adult about your body. Like, be an adult about your body. That's that's what it really comes down to when it comes to appreciating your body and just, like, figuring out what things you like to do also. Like, I think that we have this weird uh, perception of exercise and, and physical health that it's, like, it has to be something that sucks. If you hate running don't run. If you hate lifting weights, don't lift weights. If you hate rock climbing, don't go rock climbing. If you hate swimming, don't swim. Like, there are so many ways to move your body and to to have physical activity. Go try new stuff. Find stuff you like. I hated the high-intensity interval training class that I took a few years ago. It was the worst experience of my life. Well, no, that's not true. That's an exaggeration. But it was really, really bad. And I was very, very bad at it. I did not enjoy it. What I did enjoy was the bar class that I took, which is much more slower pace, more endurance and strength based rather than like cardio craziness, which is just not my style. So test things out. If you are like, exercise is something I hate, you just find other things. Find other ways to move your body. And guess what? That counts as exercise. Exercise is not just running on a treadmill for 30 minutes. That sounds terrible. Figure out things that you like and stop letting things like, like weight and inches and pant sizes and bra sizes and any type of sizes and numbers and and vanity metrics. It's vanity metrics. Determine your physical health. You cannot let vanity metrics determine your physical health because guess what? I, people who look like me then, would just have this like cop-out excuse of like, oh, I don't have to exercise and I don't have to eat healthy because I fit the cultural definition of what, like, a healthy woman would look like. No, I'm calling myself out. I still need to go and exercise. I still need to take care of my body. It is not okay for me to sit on the couch and eat chips all day and never exercise. That's not okay. I'm not caring for my body if I do that. I am not appreciating my body if I do that. I am not loving my body if I do that. Loving your body is not just looking at it and saying, this is fine, okay? It is looking at your body and saying, I care about this. I am going to be patient with this. Okay, I'm going to look up the actual verse now because I'm sick of paraphrasing. First Corinthians, right? Here we go. First Corinthians 13, 4, classic. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. This is really interesting and profound. I am realizing just now. It does not envy. If you love your body, you are not envious of other people's bodies. 
That just blew my mind. I didn't even plan that. That was God. All right, moving on. It does not boast. Who feels called out by that one? If you have a nice body, if you love your body, you don't rub it in people's faces. <laughs> That's a really weird analogy. That's a really weird figure of speech to use. Um, um, all right, how else can I say this? If you love your body, you don't, you don't use the way your body looks to make other people feel bad about their bodies. How about that? Instead of saying you don't rub it in people's faces. Okay. Um, it is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. That one might not totally apply. It keeps no record of wrongs. Ooh, I really love that one. And when it comes to our bodies, there are so many women who have reached out to me through Instagram messaging and been like, I feel so guilty about like things that I used to think about my body or things that I used to do, like starving myself or binge eating or exercising to the point of like passing out and whatever. Guess what, guys? God says love keeps no record of wrongs. So if you're going to practice loving your body, you get to let go of that baggage. You get to, to erase the record of those wrongs. That's what God says love is. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. Protect your body. It always trusts. Trust your body. Man, this is so good. Okay, this is awesome. Um, you need to trust that your body has, like, has it covered. And this comes back to what I mentioned at the beginning of this episode where this woman had said, well, I don't want to love my body too much. Otherwise, you know, otherwise I, I would just let myself go. Trust your body. It will tell you what it needs. Your body is literally designed to live and be healthy. Your body is designed to be alive. Your body knows how to keep itself alive. And if you can tune in with your body and trust that it knows what it's doing, that is a sign that you love it. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So... Think of that when you're thinking of your relationship with your body. Are you patient? Are you kind? Are you envious? Are you boastful or proud? Are you keeping record of wrongs? And this is not to make you feel like a failure, okay? Like, like this is just, this is what we're working towards here. How can you take a step today towards being patient with your body, towards being kind to your body, towards not envying other bodies. And I think it really starts with listening to your body and understanding it and appreciating it by getting a feel for, for what your body needs to do. What is your body's purpose? What, is, what do you need from your body every day, every week? And then how can you help your body do that better? Where are you neglecting your body? Is it in 
the activity department? Is it in the nourishment department? Is it in the rest department? I mean, the, the body love and appreciation starts with your physical health. And from there, this translates into all the other weird, valid insecurities that really matter and really take up space in our minds and we're consciously putting effort towards. It applies to all of that too. So like the other flaws that you have, how can you be patient with yourself and kind to your body and those flaws. I think it's harmful to tell yourself that you don't have any flaws because then it just feels like you're lying to yourself because you look in the mirror and you see your cellulite or you see your pimples or you see the eyebrows that you need to wax or the, you know, whatever it is for you. You see that and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to tell myself I'm perfect and beautiful and that I love my flaws. Like, no. Don't try to love something you hate. Don't don't lie to yourself and say that, like, I love my whatever, you know, like the thing that I hate. I love my cankles. Oh, my gosh. I was um, on Instagram today and I commented on someone else's post about how I was so insecure about my calves and my ankles for a long time. And I still struggle with it because in like eighth grade, someone told me that I had cankles like, in the middle of class, and I was just, I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what? And and it's like, I didn't even realize that that was something to be even thinking about, whatever. That's kind of a side note. But again, some weird thing that it's like, now I was insecure about that. Whatever it is for you, instead of trying to, like, tell yourself that it's a good thing, have some patience and kindness around it. Realize that you were not designed to be a flawless human specimen. You were designed the way you are on purpose. And your flaws are there on purpose. And it's your job to find out how you can work with what you have to be who God wants you to become. Like maybe the reason he made me the way to look the way I am is because I was supposed to struggle with some insecurities and work through that and find confidence in who he says I am, and then share that with you guys, right? So know that your insecurities around your body are not petty. They are not small. They are not no big deal. I'm just being dumb and I'm just, you know, I'm, I just am insecure and I shouldn't and I'll just get over it. I'll just, I just need to get over it. You don't need to get over this stuff. You need to get through this stuff. And this stuff matters. It is hurtful stuff that we are believing about ourselves. And it matters. And it's worth taking the time to work through. And that starts by appreciating your body and understanding what it needs and investing in your physical health in a way that reflects the way God defines love, which is first and foremost, patient and kind. If you know someone, actually, I know you know someone who struggles with 
accepting the body that they have, loving the body they have, appreciating the body they have, if they are obsessing over their body or telling themselves that they are not worthy of something because of a limitation their body has or or because of the way their body looks, they are now disqualified from something else that they want. Like, share this episode with them. Share this episode with them because when women are not distracted by their physical appearance, so much weight is lifted off of us and so much mental energy is given back to us to actually focus on what God created us to do. And we become so much more effective instruments for God to use on this earth when we're not distracted by these insecurities. They are not small things. That is a classic lie the enemy wants to tell you that it's not a big deal, that you don't need to examine it, that you just need to push, push, and and just keep going. Push it down. You don't push it down. You work through it. So share this with someone. And until next Thursday, thank you for listening and keep finding ways to become confidently she. 